Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to share with you my testimony. Yeah, you heard that sigh. I got the courage to do this after having the podcast show yesterday. It was all my heart. Uh, I couldn't sleep last night, and I was just praying to the Lord, and I just felt the need that you know to share my own testimony with all of you my best friend is really the only person that knows all of this Um, and she was witness to one of the events that occurred um, which really helped you know catapult myself into the ministry so I just I, I just feel like it's time I know yesterday we talked about the power of experience, the power of testimony, and when I heard Daniel's testimony from the note to self guy, I was like, have I even shared my testimony with people? People know that I love the Lord, and people know the miraculous things He's done in my life, how He's truly changed me, but do they know this. If you want to know, now they can if they listen to this podcast. So back in maybe 2011, I was, it was 2010, 2011, I was attending a wonderful church of elders. So I want you just to imagine a, it is a country, a country church, just a beautiful church, just gorgeous, Um, from a small community, it was a Methodist church, and it was just lined with elders. Now, I have a special, special place in my heart for elders. So, I absolutely adored this church. The pastor was also an elder. And I just found being around them truly gave me wisdom and insight. And I just love listening to their stories and just being a part of their lives. And during that time, I was, you know, helping with Bible studies, helping with leading some Sunday school lessons and for the kids and for the adults. And I knew that my heart would be on fire when I would be leading the adults in a, some type of session or study. And I kept it all a secret. Now, this is at the time, way before my doctorate degree. Uh, I was um, a stay-at-home mom, a homeschool mom during this time. And I had a lot of time to be able to devote to the church. Well, one day, the pastor called me, and he didn't live locally And so I was like, oh, so he's, you know, he's at the church today. And it was in the middle of the week. 
And he said, I need you to come up here. And I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll be there in just a minute. So it took me like literally a minute, <laughs> about a couple of minutes, and I was there. And he said, I had a dream about you last night, and I have to tell you now. And back then, I didn't quite, I mean, I knew about prophetic dreams in the Bible. And I knew that, you know, that could happen to other people. But I just didn't imagine it happening to me. So it was almost as if when somebody says, you know, I've had a dream about you and it was from the Lord. It, I, don't, I don't know. It, it just didn't hit me very strongly at that point when he was saying it and I was I was like okay you know like um what you know what was it and I will be honest I was a little you know intimidated by the conversation like I didn't know where it was going and he said God has called you into ministry and I said but pastor he hasn't spoken that to me and I feel like that word, you know, would come to me. And he said, you need to understand that God uses other people to say things to you. And he is now, you know, using me to tell you. And at the time, you know, I look at it now and I know, you know, God knew how much I respected him as a pastor, how much I loved him as, you know, a pastor and so God was maybe saying if I said it to you Jennifer you would ignore me or brush it off but if if it comes from someone that you respect and love then maybe you'll listen to me but I was stubborn <laughs> a little but I sat on it and I pondered it and I said you know well if he has called me to do this work you know what do you what do you see happening and he gave me the Methodist handbook and he said I want you to read this from the beginning to the end and then I want you to come back to me next week because I'm gonna write your letters and we're gonna make some calls and I want you to apply and I want you to go to Duke well, Duke University at the time where I was living was far away and you're talking to money money that I did not have I was a stay-at-home mom and you know I've always had faced you know I have always faced some type of you know financial you know living month by month and I was like but I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to take the book. I'm going to do as he said. So I took the book and I went home and I said, I'm going to read the book. So I read it. And when my husband got home from work, I told him, you know, what I've read and I told him what had happened. And he was like, you can't take the book back. You, know, you can't go to school. You're not going to go to school. You can't do that. Women can't preach. That, that's, you know, no. So, I went back to the church. And I put the book back. 
had a key at the time and um, I put the book back. And I just, you know, I told him that I was sorry, but, you know, it was just too much going on. I was, you know, raising the kids. It just wasn't the right time. And just my heart just, it was conflicted. Like, I was still saying, well, God, you know, am I still supposed to hear this word from you? So, fast forward a few months, and we were going to have a guest speaker because the pastor was going to be going on vacation. And it was someone who um, had not been to the church in years. They had, like, maybe even, you know, they were raised in the church. I don't know the whole story of this lady, but she came back to visit. And she was in her program. She was um, about to receive her degree and she pastored and I never met her before in the middle of the service she was standing you know at the pulpit and she was preaching and all of a sudden she called out my name now I want you to try to picture this come from a you know small Baptist church it's not from a necessarily prophetic church a, a Pentecostal church or one that you know really talked about you know the gifts of the Holy Spirit in a in a deep and powerful way honestly um, and I didn't quite like I'm sitting there going wait What's just happening here? I didn't quite get it. I'm telling you, it, it takes when things happen to you to look back on them, to see the importance of them and how they all piece together. And I'm sitting there with my kids, and she calls my name out in the middle of a sermon. And she said, you have the Issachar blessing over your life. And she went on to tell me how I was going to work for the Lord, and I was going to do great things for the Lord, and for me not to lose hope, and not to be discouraged. And I was going, Issachar? And I'm shameful to say, but I was like, who is Issachar? Like, I didn't remember that name. It, it just seemed like a, a name that had never really stuck like glue in my heart from my readings, and I was like, I've, I've got to go Google, what is she talking about? So at the end of the sermon, she came up to me and she hugged me and I was like, you know, do you know me? She was like, no, I don't, but the Holy Spirit gave me that word. And I said, you know, do you know why you said it or what the meaning of it is? And she said, all I know is that you need to spend time in the word and praying with the, with the Lord because that is your word. That is a word for you. That came directly from the Spirit to you. and. And I've just, I've never done anything like this before. And I said, you know, well, you know, thank you. And I went on about my way and the elders just looked at me and no one said, oh, I know what this car blessing is. No one <laughs> just went about my way. And I studied it and, you know, I saw where it was understanding God's timing and that when God would say move, people would follow them because they would know when was the time and they also love the word 
and they were wise in the word and they would study the word and I said you know God I'm going to continue to study the word and I might not understand all of your timing yet all I know is that this is happening this is the second time you know you've used somebody else to speak to me so fast forward to 2014 2014 it was the summer I oh sorry guys there's a big old big old truck that just swerved from me on a rainy morning on a big interstate and it's really scary sorry I got sidetracked um so in 2014 I had a dream and I know that it was Jesus and I dreamed that Jesus was holding out his hand I did not see his face all I could see was a light and I could see a hand and he was reaching out his hand and in his hand was a dogwood branch it was literally like a limb from a tree and he was holding it out to me asking me to take that branch and I remember taking it in my dream and I woke up and I went straight to the kitchen and I pulled out my Bible and the Lord gave me a verse that I will add to the podcast later because I have to do some editing to add and the verse just just made me go wow and in those moments of the word and the verse and the dream of Jesus it came back to me about what the pastor had said in his dream I'm gonna get emotional here it came back to me of the lady speaking to me and I said yes this is the third time Lord that I've had you know people speaking life into me in this direct way to follow Christ for ministry so I got online I investigated two schools and one was Liberty University the other was Grand Canyon University well at that time I had moved so I had a new church home I talked with my pastor and my pastor said no I will not write you a letter of recommendation because you're asking me to write that I would support you in the ministry I don't believe that women should be pastors and I said but I know that God's calling me to go to get my further education in ministry it could be women's ministry you know let God let it be you know let you know let me have this opportunity to you know fulfill what God has placed on this on my life and he wouldn't write the letter well without the letter from your pastor you can't go that's a part of the application for liberty I went to Grand Canyon and I loved the experience so much I loved my dissertation chair Dr. Creel he truly you know inspired me helped me 
who changed my life as far as, you know, just connecting me and and being such a great role model. And so it was truly meant for me to be there. And I'm thankful for that experience that I had. So I applied and I had no clue, you know, am I gonna get accepted? It's, you know, this is scary. I was a single mom at the time. I had my boys, I was working full time. I was, I was involved in church and I was nervous about going back to school because it had been so many years. I was 39 years old and I was gonna take these next steps and I had not been into my master's program since 1999. And I was like, but you know what, Lord? You know, you called me into this, and you will make a way for me. You will direct my paths, and, and I'm going to trust in this. I'm going to trust that this is a God thing. So I kept it a secret. I only told my best friend and my boys. I didn't tell any of the church members. And I think that I held back on that because of, you know, my pastor. I didn't even tell the pastor that I had went forward with another school I just dropped the entire conversation and let it be so we were having a women's breakfast and we had a speaker and I'd never met the lady before I know you're hearing this again but I had not um, she was from another church from a town over and she had a miraculous testimony and she was at the you know, end of all of her hope at what she thought. And she was in a wheelchair and the Lord healed her and gave her a living healing testimony. And she goes around and she talks about her healing. She shows the strength that the Lord has provided for her to do His work. She goes out, she ministers to youth in the community. And I was really blessed by her speech and she had a lot of music in her speech and, and I just loved how you know it all was together and how it all worked together. So at the end, my best friend and I, we had been sitting near the back row because um, that was when I was in Baptist church, sitting back near the back. I was maybe four seats up, that was my line. And I was kind of, it was a crowded church, it was packed that day. And so when we got up, I let, you know, the elders go in front of me. And, and we made it to the line, but we were near the back. We were, my best friend and I were in the back. When we actually got up there, she put her hands on me. And you can ask my best friend this, because she was witness to this. And she said that throughout her speech, that I gave her encouragement from where I was sitting that she could see my light even from the front and that she kept being drawn to me and she said the Lord has told me to tell you something and I said I'm listening because at this point you know I'd already had the dream of Jesus when you have one of those dreams that you, you don't come back from that um, doubting like you did before <laughs> You come out of that one changed and open to receiving a word. If you had a stubborn heart before to receive it, you, you wouldn't after that. And that was all a part of God's plan. And she said, you are going to be 
a TV preacher. You're going to be on TV. But now, God says don't be like those wealth and health teachers. Those health and wealth preachers. That you're going to speak the word and you're going to speak it true. And that's where you're going to be. So my best friend and I just looked at each other. She knew I had applied for school. And I said, wow, you know, is this, you know, is God preparing me? Do I need this more time with my education, with this Christian ministry degree? Do I need more time in His Word? Is this is what He's preparing me for? And so I knew the answer right away was yes. That I was going to do this one day in my life. And He used another person yet again. This time a stranger. Who was filled with the Holy Spirit. To give me words. So I kept those words. And on that day when I went home, I said, Lord, how can I do that? How can I be on TV? You know, I'm just a, a girl from a town with 1,500 people, 2,000 people. You know, what does this mean about TV? We don't have any TV stations. We don't have any ways, any connections. I don't know any rich people or fancy people. And sure enough, I knew YouTube. That was the TV for the day. <laughs> So on August the 10th, 2014, I had prayed over God, you know, give me the name. What do you want this ministry to be called? And it was EMC to the Third Power, Everyday Mom Challenge. And the Third Power was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it was the playoff of like the Einstein symbol. And I was like, okay, God, that's cute. I got you. I got you with your logo. <laughs> and I was an everyday mom. And I was facing challenges every single day. And I knew that that was the name of that ministry that God had placed for me at that time to go after because when I typed that in, everything was available. Everything was free. My WordPress, which, you know, that started my blogging. My dreams of, you know, authoring devotionals. The YouTube channel. All of that. And it was a blessing to me to be able to say, okay, God, I can accept this now. And so now I walk in that. I walk in that knowledge that throughout my life, throughout these you know, years of my life, God has brought people not only just to encourage me and to support me, and to pray for me and with me. He's brought people to me that are Holy Spirit anointed. 
and through them he has given me prophetic word that I cannot deny. And through my dream of Jesus holding that dogwood branch, I knew I was to follow him in teaching others and teaching others about the love of Christ, the relationship with God. And he used somebody who was broken. I was broken. And that's, that's when he found me. And he said, I will use your experiences. I will use your pain. I will show you that your mistakes are forgiven. Just follow me and do as I've called you to do. And I've been trying my best. And I am not perfect, but I've been trying my best to live in that. Since then, and after I received my doctorate degree in April, the podcast the April of this year, the podcast was created in May. Because I knew that it was time for the next steps. And God, I don't know the next steps that you have for me, but you do. I don't know the next connections that you have for me, but you do. And I truly believe that this is the car blessing on my life. If you look back, just the timing. And I know 2019 that God is shifting and moving and opening doors in my life and this ministry. And that I will just trust him and listen to him and continue, you know, continue to study his word and to continue to pray to the Spirit. Give me the words that I'm supposed to say, Lord. Not the words out of my mouth, but the words that you would have me to speak. When people see me, God, do not let them see Jennifer, God. Let them see you through me. And I'm going to continue to pray those prayers until. God reveals those next steps for me. So thank you for letting me share my testimony with you. I would love to know what your testimony is. If you want to leave a message, there's a voice message option on Anchor, which I learned. My friend sent me a thank you message on one of my previous podcasts thanking me for encouraging her to switch around her Instagram and add her hashtags and I added it at the end. So I would love to add a testimony. Because your testimony can bless someone else. And maybe you can give someone else the courage and the boldness to walk in their faith 
and to walk in their lived experience and to share their life, their journey with Christ with other people. Because that is what we are to do. And I love you guys. I hope you have a good day. It's my first day back to work in the new year. School is officially starting back. So say a prayer for all of the teachers and all of the students and the staff and the parents as we transition back. Guys, I hope that you have a blessed day. And I'll see you guys later. Bye. Let us pray together Bible verses found in Isaiah 11. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will die, lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion, and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the Mediterranean. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for giving us your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for saving me, Lord. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for the baptism through water and of the Holy Spirit. Help us to continue to walk in your ways, God. Give us the strength that we need. Give us the vision that we need, Lord. Help connect us. Keep us encouraged. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing for us. We ask for healing. We ask for words. And we ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. So go out and write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.